Dick Hardy joins us one more time for a second excerpt from her upcoming book, Bedtime Stories for Retired Grown-Ups, which is a bilingual book and is a fundraiser for La Maison de Colline. In this tale, our final tale for the evening, a woman who buys a farm in La Peche has her new life interrupted by sounds of unknown origins. It's possible that she has purchased more than she bargained for. This is a Nick Hardy in Dead End Farm. Dead End Farm. The move had been a big decision, leaving all the luxuries that town offered. Concerts, theater, and a little Italian restaurant around the corner. But she kept her job. She worked on contracts as a legal translator. It paid the mortgage. The family farm had been abandoned for a long time. Recently, in close succession, there had been new owners, three in all. But none had stayed, and they'd all quickly put the farm back on the market. The real estate agent had been vague about their reasons for leaving. She had not insisted. The price was right, and she'd grabbed it. Dead at farm, it was called. She could see why. That's where the road stopped. She renamed it The Orchard, but the locals still called it Dead End Farm. All but Dan, the neighbor, an old draft dodger from the Vietnam War, who had befriended her from the start. She was living her dream. She was now a certified beekeeper. As a student, she had taken a year off, worked in a apiary in Australia, and ever since had been fascinated by bees. Renovating the barn and investing in the necessary equipment had swallowed up a small inheritance and most of her savings. But after five years, the dream was beginning to pay off. Orchard honey, said the labels on the jar. It sold well at the local market and in a few stores in town. She had a calm personality. You need that to work with bees. Some people say they smell fear. She liked her own company, but since moving here, she felt nervous once night fell. Only in winter, bangs, bumps, rattles, and shrieks would suddenly tear through the silence. Town had never been silent, but the continuous white noise had been reassuring. Old Dan always had an explanation for her. Bats in the attic, snow falling off the roof, coyotes howling, raccoons mating. But what about Nemo, her very placid cat, hissing and howling and clawing furiously at the door from time to time? What about the radio coming on suddenly? The sitting room window shattering, always at night always in winter. She couldn't wait for spring. When it showed up at last, everything went back to normal. One day, Dan brought lilac saplings and was helping her dig holes for them when a spade hit a piece of metal, an old rusty buckle attached to a strip of leather. Beside it, they saw some bones. She'd found bones before, large ones, from cattle. She had even kept the skull of a cow and called it Bessie. But this was no Bessie. It looked very much like a human skeleton. They stared at it in silence. 
What should I do then? Call the police? You like it here? She nodded. Get a lot of salt. We'll give the poor geezer a proper resting place. And that's what they did. They buried him between the two lilacs. As for her, winter nights are no longer an issue. <laughs>